Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 139. I am Nicole. I am single white Medusa. This is like my third podcast for the day. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of recording today. I had to record a Galaxy's Edge podcast with Jason and Spock, my partner over there in Galaxy's Edge and friend. And uh, then I had to record the serial. This was my my week to act my pants off. And you did. <laughs> Boy, did you. That was fun. You liked the voices. Yeah, you did a lot of voices. You did, like, a lot of good ones. It was fun. You did the donk voice, the Z. That was really... Sammy good. the donk. Yeah. And then you did... I really liked the way you did the gunnery bot. <laughs> the war-loving gunnery bot. That one was really fun. That bot loves war. Yeah. And I like how you describe him. He's really funny. And then your Tyrus Rex yeah. voice, which is very Yeah. And then your a Sergeant Spike voice. Sergeant Spike was good. Sergeant yeah. Spike. <laughs> My brain scrambled. I stacked I a lot of steel in the wind and cold today, lifting weights. And um, what else did I do? We did something else. Oh, we did we did yoga. No. Or we did, we did like a we did a, a like a hit workout. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a long day. I've gotten a lot done. Then I had to write like a little foreword for uh, a book anthology that some people are writing about cities and they, they said we'd like you to write the the foreword of the inscription so that's nice I just kind of banged something out cool yeah yeah so it, it was a big day it was a big day and now we're here with you guys having all, an almond delay watching yeah. the world go up in flames yeah saw Dr. Mahmood in there again Dr. Mahmood boob job yep <laughs> and, the, and a Holmes has entered the equation yeah, but he wasn't really causing trouble. No. I was just, like, on guard, but he was fine. And yeah. uh, he kind of came pretty close to me, and uh, it wasn't like, you know, whoa, I can't breathe or anything. It was fine. So he was good. Yeah. So that was cool. It's, Poor guy. It's so good bad. to be good, and, yeah, it's hard to be out there on the streets, especially, like, because everything turned weird and cold after the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, like, I don't believe in the whole weather machine concept. And I like I like our... our our commenter Misha who really summed us up eloquently and I'll paraphrase. He's like, they're crazy, but they're not that crazy. <laughs> you know, they're reasonable kind of crazy with our conspiracy love. They only believe some of them. What's so. funny is the amount of people <laughs> who are getting into the conspiracies because as Catherine Austin Fitz says, there are no conspiracy theories. They're just conspiracies, you know, yeah, or, 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 you know, if you're not in a conspiracy, don't stop worrying about conspiracy theories and get yourself into a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can say it like she says it if you want. Stop worrying if you're in a conspiracy. If you're not in one, you need to start one. <clears throat> I think she says, but Dr. Zelenko says yeah. the other, the first one you said, yeah. which is they're not, cons- there aren't conspiracy theories. They're just conspiracies yeah or, i'm a conspiracy realist not a conspiracy theorist yeah but it's weird the amount of people who are now like beginning to embrace the the understandings that yes there does seem to be some manipulation something going on and it's weird that's a gateway drug that unlocks to a lot of stuff and you, you find yourself having to consider so i i knew that the u.s military had invested in sort of crowd-based crowd control energy weapons mm-hmm and I just thought, well, you know, and I, I knew that the European countries did that, and especially in the 90s, because they didn't sort of like the G8, the G20 rioters and things like that. And they're like, oh, here's this thing. And I've, I've seen practical demonstrations of it. But um, 
I don't know that this was the weapon that I was familiar with that was released on the crowds in Australia in Canberra. And of course, like if you could, if you could force like someone on CNN, like potato woman, Brian Stetler to like, he would be like, that's a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Those things never really happen. Except it does seem that they use some sort of crowd-based, not crowd-based, but uh, crowd-focused energy weapon on the people there because they don't like them protesting. And people said it felt like being hit by a Mack truck, headaches, burns. Yeah, that, that was the And really they used it on children. was like blisters yeah. on people's faces yeah. and lips and stuff. Like even people that wore su- tons of sunscreen and a sun hat and everything like that so that it wasn't like sunburn. And yeah. I saw a picture of a young girl whose mom posted a picture of her on Telegram that it happened to. It was bad. Like her face looked really swelled up and blistered unusually. So it was really crazy. And they used it on children. But mm-hmm. like, let's just step back and look at a couple of things today. So there's Australia. They've built camps. Yes. They've been, I would say the most draconian. Mm-hmm. The things that they say are insane. Yeah. Um, now they're using energy weapons on their own people, mm-hmm. right? What is this about? Because this doesn't seem this this seems to have passed being about the virus. Oh yeah. <laughs> and 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 like a large portion of the population is vaccinated, but for some reason they, it, it seems to almost be some sort of like authoritarian pissing contest now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's really quite strange. Like it's it's like it's like the government has lost its mind and it's going to show you, yeah. you know, like it, it like it, it, it can't stand the fact that it dissents. And I think what we're really seeing is sort of this moment of where they're they're they they have they have total control. And I think one thing has happened. They don't want to let go of it. But two what they've always hated is being responsible to the people and obligated to the po- people through voting cycles and things like that. And what they're showing now is like, they want you to know that you're not in charge and they hate the fact that you have dissented. And so like you move that onto Canada and you see where Justin Trudeau says like, okay, so the things that have happened is they're really cracking down on the trucker truckers. They are reaching into people's bank accounts I called this last night. Uh, there was a run on Canadian banks. People have tried to parse this in different ways, but nope, there was an absolute run on Canadian banks. And if you don't, I don't want to cause a panic or anything like that, but if you do not think that won't spread here, we'll hold on to your butts because it will. And there is a trucker convoy forming in Barstow, California right now. Mm. And that will head the same way and the same things will happen. And we could find ourselves at a moment of having a run on banks. So you're going to have to figure out, like Larry Correa talked a little bit about this, but I would figure yourself out financially because I think that's coming. Um, but let's go back to one thing where, where Justin Trudeau is talking and he he's saying that they don't want to have to tolerate, quote unquote, these people anymore. And that they're not citizens and they do it like, oh, you're all bigots and homophobes and racists and all these things. Like, again, I've talked about that. That's not like actually having a conversation. Here's a weird thing that I'm noticing. I don't know if people have like Facebook groups for their neighborhoods. There are these two trolls in our local Facebook neighborhood group. And 
I bet you they don't even live here. But they say all this division stuff. I can't stand it. White privilege and blah, blah, blah and all these things. And they just they love to troll everybody. And it's just insane. But there is I honestly do think this is going to end in violence. Mm. I wish it wouldn't. I really wish it wouldn't. But I don't see how reaching into people's bank accounts and telling people they can't work or make money unless you get this thing. And they're like, I honestly don't want to. I've done the risk assessment. I'm not getting a shot. You know, maybe maybe there isn't all that mass death. Maybe it doesn't give you HIV. You know, they just don't want to do it. And last time I checked, if you're not committing a crime or something like you shouldn't have to do it. You know, and you look at the rates of spreading and mass and all that stuff. But it's like the government has entered this moment where the resentment of having to be obligated to the people has finally spilled over and they're not going to tolerate it. But I would like to go back and say to Justin Trudeau and say to all these people who are commenting. So now we're going to enter a little bit of dark territory. But in my heart of hearts, this is where I believe it's going. And it's this, when they say, we don't want to tolerate these people, or if you don't do what we say, which is get the vaccine, which is wear a mask, which is do not question us. That's the final third one. You are no longer allowed to question. Okay. All right. We're there. We don't want you as part of society. We don't tolerate you. It's funny how we've moved from tolerance and no hate and all these kinds of stuff to like, if you don't do what we say and blah, 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 we don't tolerate you. They're now attacking your money. What I really want to say is when you say I can't have a part of society anymore, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, because the weird thing is um, apparently they won't even let peop- those people leave Canada. Yeah. So it's, that's, you want to We say, actually know someone, my mom knows someone, and they cannot get out of Canada. Yeah. They want to, and they cannot get out. So you want to say, like, if you hate these people so much and you just can't tolerate them, don't you want them to leave? So it's weird. Like, why will you not let them leave? Then what are you going to do with them? And I think there's <laughs> there's only, like, one answer left. Well, there's a couple answers left from that. There's only there's only one answer. There's only or No, there's only... Well, I mean, I there's not that. enough jails right, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So I really, I, I think they know the answer. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of America is sort of in this, well, this can't be happening moment. And I would go back to how I kind of started this podcast in an article that I wrote. So if you scroll way back in there and just, I just talk about my dad, who's an airline pilot. And he would talk about when you're in an emergency, you really need to wrap your, when an airplane is crashing, you're just going to get one chance to maybe get off that airplane. Might not get any chance, but sometimes an airplane crashes, you're going to get one chance to get off. And he would tell me the thing that kills people is that they can't wrap their mind around the fact that something terrible has happened. And I do a year later, because we're almost coming up on the anniversary of this podcast. A year later, I would say that now more than ever. Because a lot of people are not actually listening to what they're saying or even looking at what they're doing. Yes, it's Canada and Australia, but today the FBI announced that they are forming a, in the Department of Justice, a task force to begin to reach into people's crypto wallets. Meaning, this has been a long debated point because crypto wallets are quantum and encoded and everything like that. 
the I think about six months ago when there were these ransomware attacks, I think that the FBI tried to make everybody think that they could crack crypto and encryption. I 60 to 70 percent say that that was a lie on their part. They were able to recover the funds from the Russian hackers in their wallet. I, I think if they did, they got lucky. But let's just say that they can, that they have, you know, the supercomputer, the breakaway civilization quantum computer that could crack crypto. And that's what they're going to start doing now. What they're what they are really arriving at this point is, and you need to understand this and you need to think about the credit cards that you have in your wallet and the money that you have in your wallet and bank and all that kind of stuff. You have to understand that they now think of that as theirs. It's just in your pocket. Where they want to move to is that you live in the pod and eat the bugs and be happy and you'll own nothing. They want all the money. They want all the assets. Uh, it seems weird, but they have some system figured out where, I don't know, maybe they just get rid of money and they just own everything and they're happy with that or maybe they own all the money. I don't know. Well, I thought they want to do like a one world CBDC uh digital current you know digital yeah but but still at the same time it's just weird they they just they want all of the money to be theirs they may loan it to you for transactions but Mm -hmm. you have to understand that money is yours that is your money yeah yeah so this is this is where it's heading when people like justin Trudeau say we cannot tolerate these people what they're saying is they have a society in mind going forward it's very clear that this has nothing to do with the virus or the vaccine or anything like that, that this was all used and probably all brought about to arrive at this, this civilization that's coming. And what they're in the phase now of telling you is, and they're being stern about it, get with the plan or you're out. Okay. If I can't be in society again, I'm going to ask the question, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I think everybody in this podcast is a student of history and understands like, that means mass graves. That means death camps. They're, they're not content with you going off to Africa or Latin America and forming something else. As evidenced by Australia and Canada, they're not letting you out. So when they say we can't tolerate you anymore or these things, it's the unthinkable, but they're thinking it. Well, even Bill Maher said that recently. Um, you know, liberal Bill Maher, when he heard those Trudeau comments, he literally, he read the comments and then he said, um, he's starting to sound like Hitler. Like, yeah. that's liberal Bill Maher. That's not right winger. You know what I mean? So. And people say, oh, Justin Trudeau, like Tim Pool saying, that. oh, Justin Trudeau's losing it. Oh, he's on the ropes and everything like that. Well, um, how come his own government isn't asking him to resign? You know, if Trump had done even one tenth of what they've done, like they would have they would have walked out of Congress and the Senate. They would have sent the military in. No, they're, they're all in on it together. I think down to Mitch McConnell. Yeah. I don't think you have any defense in government. They're all in on it together and they're push they're pushing in Canada. They're pushing in the UK. They're pushing in Europe and soon. And they already are. They're going. This is the unlocking the United States is the big one. They have to collapse everybody before they collapse us because honestly, we're the last people with any serious amount of weapons. Mm-hmm. And and what's coming now are, is, I think, some gun grabbing in the name you know, of, of probably what's going to be a false flag and all these kinds of things. But 
at the heart of this, and maybe why we should get down to business now, interpret that however you want, is when they say things like, you no longer have a place in society, we don't tolerate you, there's really only one outcome I can come up with, and that's your death. And that's the eradication of you. That's the only thing that they would accept. And that's where this has been leading. And if you look at their foot soldiers in, in the social media groups, if you look at the people online, they, they constantly repeat this kind of rhetoric. Wouldn't the world be a great place if you didn't exist? And what, what are we at now this week? The criminal freedom is a dirty right wing word. Freedom is a trigger word for the alt right and all these kinds of things. You are literally watching a civilization descend into fever madness. And unfortunately, it's and it's going to like if you're a listener to this podcast, you figured it out. You're into your own freedom. We all have different, like in this podcast, all of us probably have different versions of how we want society to be and all these kinds of things. And, you know, I might want a full on right wing theocracy and you might want more something libertarian, blah, blah, blah. But we're all reasonable, decent people who accept the fact that you get to have your ideas. I get to have my ideas. You don't have to think like me, you know, and, and somehow we can have a pretty good civilization where we still do business, we still entertain each other, we still exchange ideas, and we still get together and cook some meat and have a good time. What they're saying is, you're not getting any of those activities. You're out. And you could say, okay, I will carve a piece of wood and trade it for a cheeseburger, as Tim Poole said. That You're missing the point. They want you dead. They couldn't stand the fact that you were doing it without them. That's what you're seeing with the grabs into crypto. That's what you're seeing with the grabs into the banks. It's not enough that you simply say no. It's not enough that you... I think it's not even enough if you comply with resistance or comply with with complaints. I guess that would be the way to say it. The only thing that they will finally accept is the eradication of you because they are insane. They are junkies on their own craziness. The only way this ends is with you with a bullet in your head. I say that to say this now as he drinks a cup of coffee. Medusa, would you like to comment? I mean, I feel like, as we've said in our country, like it's like they're acting like they're never going to have to face an election. I mean, Trudeau, as you said, yeah, they're shutting him down in Parliament and stuff. And normally a politician, when he's getting this much pushback would then kind of chill because he's he cares about his political career he's acting like he has nothing to worry about which is weird and no one on our side is censuring him no what like i don't hear lindsey graham or mitch mcconnell or any of the leadership positions within the government saying that is tyrannical they're waiting to see if he gets away with it and it looks like he's going to they're now there are videos now they've moved yeah, the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, is one thing. They There's someone's taking videos now of their stormtrooper brigades that are now training in po- parking lots with shields and maces and all that kind of stuff. You already saw them on the streets with, with machine guns. They're going to plant those 5,000 missing weapons on those people, and they're going to go to war on them. And they, you know, Anyways, that's what's coming here. I don't see this ending anywhere except with them saying, you know, we honestly... To have the civilization we have, we have to get rid of these people. We have to. We've criminalized everything that they they can do. 
which they've done. Everything that we think or, you know, like, I, I think it's wrong that two gay, two gay guys can uh, adopt uh, a little boy. I just don't think that's right. That's just what I think. I, I'm not hating on them. I'm not stopping them. I'm not beating them. I'm not abusing them. But they've made it so that, like, there are states where that you would get a fine for saying that. There are countries where you would get imprisoned for saying that, for saying, I disagree with that policy. Um, there are companies that I've just, I, by saying that on this podcast, I'll never work for another major corporation again. You know, like, and if they could, they would go to a publisher that I work with, which I really don't work with any publishers. I publish myself. If they if they could get through to Amazon customer service, good luck. Good luck with that, because no one can get through. Yeah. <laughs> they would have all my books erased. If you said those things, you wouldn't be at your job tomorrow. Those are just things that you feel about society. Those people say the two gay guys with the, the little boy who you think that's a bad idea, bad idea. They think that you going to church is a bad idea. They think that that's right wing supremacy and hatred and the patriarchy. That's what they think. And they're allowed to say that. And they won't face any repercussions in government, in jobs or anything like because that shit's fine to say. But the things that and both things are the same thing. Them thinking that you go to church and you're an asshole and you thinking that two gay guys adopting a little boy is kind of weird. Not kind of weird. It's really weird when you consider a lot like even when you get away from like, are they molesting that kid, which happens a lot. You get into just the, the statistics on gay marriage and how much domestic violence and addiction there is it's well above a heterosexual couple like that's severely documented there's a lot of problems there and those people need help not 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 being harmed or anything like that but there's some serious issues in the gay community that need to be addressed when it comes to having a domestic situation that that their situation and their outlook is not helping i would prefer that those people were helped and not hurt but on the converse, I can't say that without ending my career forever. Why does she have two shoes, two different shoes on? Well, oh, they're, they're, they're different colors. Yeah, they're two-tone. All right, Starla. <laughs> Move on. She heard me. Yeah. Starla's got dog good. ears. I know. Oh, she's going in to buy some art. Or something else. Um, all I'm saying is my opinion by modern society is right-wing and bigoted and hateful and all of those things just because I said, well, here's some facts and then here's some feelings. And that's what society is. Here's some facts and here's some feelings. That's all I'm saying. I am not forming death camps. I am not forming hate squads. If you can't hear that, trust me, there's a lot coming at you in life that's going to make you fetal. That's way worse than that. But what you've done is you've criminalized anyone dissenting with what you feel and what you say. But then at the same time, you're allowed to just run amok all over everybody else and they can't say anything. Where do you think this leads? We don't tolerate you. Where do you think that leads? Where do you think it leads? You know exactly where it leads. It leads to you standing there watching your kids' brains get bashed out because they don't want to waste the bullets, watching your wife get raped and thrown into a trench as they shovel dirt over her, and then they look at you. Any last words? And you know what? You should just spit in their eyes, and you should have never given up your guns because that's where it's going. Yeah, exactly. I know we plan to shoot it out before... Sure. Uh, and not let us take us to crime scene number two, as you would Never go it. to crime scene number two. But... um. 
I feel like the clock is ticking on their great reset thing and they are just going full speed ahead come hell or come high water it doesn't matter how much people resist because I think they made that decision this has to happen now and we're doing it no matter what like that's what it Trump, feels like Trump ruined the whole thing mm -hmm. and again I'm not going to give him credit on this one he did it inadvertently by being Trump like one it was supposed to be Hillary okay so whatever happened something weird there happened where I actually don't think Trump was supposed to get elected or whatever I think he may have gotten elected I, I'm, I would say like 70 to 80 percent, I think he actually fairly got elected. I think either Russia or a miracle got him elected. I don't know. Um, but whatever it is, him getting elected, and I, and I think it's an act of God, I think that that just flipped everything upside down. And that's, I would sit there for four years and I'd be like, why are they acting so nuts? Yeah. Well, it turns out COVID was why they were acting so nuts. Mm -hmm. They knew it was coming. They knew that COVID unlocked the vaccine. They knew that vaccine unlocked passports. They knew that passports unlocked digital money. They knew that digital money unlocked total 100% control. And they couldn't have Trump at the wheel, which is most likely, uh, yeah, a year ago it would have been, you're conspiracy theorist. If you say that Dominion is what's illegal. Oh, yeah. Thank you but, for vindicating me all along. I was like, uh, it seems like it's a thing. Like, yeah. it seems like there's something there. Well, let me tell you how they vindicated it. It was a thing. Like, uh, Hunter, like it's like the diary of Joe Biden's daughter who he raped or whatever, took a shower with. Like, that could have just been bullshit. Except the Secret Service showed up to get it. So that tells you it's true. Exactly. Just like Hunter Biden's laptop. Yep. You know, just like, uh, well, actually, no, they resisted. Well, they did. They did raid Giuliani's office. Yeah. So that kind of told you that was true. Um, uh, the um, the thing that tells you that the voting fraud was true, whether it is or isn't, is that the White House asked for the report to be classified secret, held back, not share the report you paid for with your tax dollars. Yeah. Um, because there was there was things that would inflame people in there. Oh, well, what were those things? That there was a fair and balanced election? That Joe Biden got more votes than Donald Trump? More votes than Hillary Clinton? More votes than all-time big winner, everybody's favorite dude, Barack Obama? You're telling me that Biden, who hid, <laughs> hid in his basement, mm -hmm. has some sort of mental illness and, and is rapey, like seriously rapey, like a lot of women and came racist. out. And racist, and racist his whole life, <laughs> campaigned nothing, and and has a kid who is some sort of drug mule slash, you know, like bag man. All of these things. He beat Donald Trump, who was handling COVID really well. And remember, as you go to that gas tank, and as you are suffering from 20% inflation, as someone reminded me yesterday, is like, man... COVID wouldn't have come along, we were rolling. That economy was rolling. If you were invested in the market, 401ks, businesses, Trump had that economy rolling. Rolling. But this is where it's going. It's going to, the virus leads to the vaccine, which leads to the passport, which leads to digital money, which leads to digital control. Where do you think you are in that chain right now? You are at almost digital money. Yeah. The, the, you're, you, the, the passport is there. Like, it's happening. Like I just saw MasterCard release a card today and it says that um, 
it's tied to your carbon credit. So that's they oh know that now. Gosh. You have a carbon credit score. Whoa. And you can only use it on purchases um, until it says your carbon credit score is exceeded. And they sell it. And, and like you're like, well, that's ridiculous. But no, no, you the libs are like, oh, I feel so virtuous using this. And this reminds me that I'm spending just the right amount. Well, and I, I knew there was a, more reasons why I bought my Prius or my yeah. special electric so, car. But what that tells us is the credit card companies have already assigned you a, a, a score. Now, you may say, well, how do they know? Are they looking at my meter? Are they looking at my gas? Well, the first off, I'm going to give you something that happened to me yesterday. And I'm just going to say, whatever you think the level of data that they're collecting on you is, it's woefully inadequate. Because yesterday, I went to the mall and uh, took the Medusa out for a nice lunch. You had... I had... (laughs) I know. Well, we had a little salad first. Yeah. And then... Oh, I had duck confit. And it was really good. Because I don't... I've never really ordered that and it was very good I it was it. it was it was delightfully decadent mm-hmm. and fatty and then the skin was like lightly crisp but and not like the kind of fatty that i don't like no it was like melt like, in your mouth yeah. fat it was like yeah. perfect fat which you should really begin to eat the bacon the way i cook it because that it's chewy. I don't no chewy. it melts i like the melty part not the chewy part you destroy my life every time <laughs> i watch you eat my bacon <laughs> so anyways she had that i had steak frites outstanding then we feasted on macarons and uh, macarons, 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 which this chef is like the stud of all studs. Like that was his jam before uh, sort of like mainstream cooking. He was like a macaron guy at a place in San Francisco and he just makes the best macarons. So I get a little double espresso and then he puts out like five or six different flavors and you'd sit there and eat them. And it's like, and I, and when I got up and got on the scale this morning, I had lost weight. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, and I'd even had an In-N-Out burger last night because we needed protein because that meal was kind of light. Yeah, well, and we didn't go out for Valentine's Day because we don't like to go out when everybody's out. So it was kind of like our Valentine's Day yeah. outing. But um, so then we walked around. We walked around and that. we watched it. We walked into the the expensive watch district. So you've got Tourneau and you've got Piaget and you've got Rolex over there. And then because I was a German linguist in another life, um, there's a watch store that I didn't. What was it called? Schaffwaffen? Yeah, it was like IB a, really, a weird one. I had never heard and of it. And I just said it like in my that. typical mocking really, German thing. Yeah. But here's the deal. I didn't have my phone on me. It was in the car. It was in the car. The Medusa had her phone on her, but it was deep in her bag. Mm-hmm. So this morning I go onto Facebook and I'm seeing ads for IB Schaffwaffen. Or last night, actually. Even. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, whatever you think your level of data is, and I know a data guy, too, who... He, he says, like, the biggest argument that's going on in the courts right now is who gets the rights over self-driving car data. Because to them, that's like the, the goose that laid the golden egg. Hmm. But data is everything to these people. And so, yes, of course, um, you are on a list about whether you're vaccinated or not. You are on a list about whether you listen to this podcast or not or what your beliefs are. You are on a list that gives you a carbon score. And they would like to tie your credit cards to that. And that's bullshit. You're not going to like that. When you roll into a McDonald's, you want to get a Mickey D. Man, what an Arch Deluxe. They should bring, like, if they would, like, just bring back the Arch Deluxe one time, I would probably eat there. Yeah, no, I, like, no, I would never eat at McDonald's. Good. I would like, like, a celebrity, like, Grant, Grant Akshots. What's his name? 
I think they pronounce it Akats. Akats. I, I don't know if Ak-shots. that's right, because I don't feel like that's right. But that's if right. he would, like, do, like, because he does pop-up restaurants, if he would be like, I'm going to do McDonald's, then I would be like, Grant, are you going to do Arch Deluxe? And he'd look at me and go, of course, my brother. And I'd be like, <laughs> yes. And then I would fly to wherever, like he does it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'd fly there. I'd do that. That'd be cool. I love the Arch Deluxe. Shout out to your favorite McDonald's burger that never made it. Well, I mean, I was going to say mine did make it, but it's not as good now. And that was my point. Like I used to, not that I had it that often, but I used to love a filet of fish a lot. And like when I think about it, I'm still like, mmm, filet of fish. Except that like last time I had one years and years ago, it wasn't very good anymore. So like my memory of a good one, I don't think exists anymore. So I wonder if the Arch Deluxe would be the same thing. Even like we were talking about Taco Bell and we both liked Mexican pizza a long time ago. But also the last time we had that, which again was years ago, we were like, this is greasy and not as good as it used to be. So somehow like things go downhill. I I think a great restaurant concept is remaking and just giving it kind of a joke title, all the things that once were great. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think a filet of fish is just like you make an excellent cod brandad. Thank you. And so all you should make is a cod brandad flint filet, and then you just get two like little hamburger buns and tartar sauce, and then one piece of melty cheddar, and that's your filet of fish right there. Yeah. Judge. Yeah, that's judge. Good. So the level of data and everything like that, they know, they know, and it's coming and blah blah blah. But the main thing that should drive you nuts is guys like Justin Trudeau, and there's many of them, and he is the tip of the spear. They're 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 envisioning the society and 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 taking away everybody's rights, saying, yes, we know we're taking away the rights, but this is for the greater good. This is for the better society that we're almost there to. And then they throw this thing in. You won't be tolerated. And you need to understand the description I gave you for that toleration. Challenge me. Call me out. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me that it's not headed towards mass graves and slit trenches. And getting your blown, your your uh, your uh, your the back of your skull blown out against a wall by some good little commie. Like when they say that kind of stuff, they can taste their utopian civilization the way that I can still taste an Arch Deluxe. And the only thing that's the difference between them and I, in that respect, is they are committed enough to get that Arch Deluxe of totalitarianism. And I am not that committed to get an Arch Deluxe. I'm just like, I could make one. I think it's just like a piece of Canadian bacon, kind of a mustard mayo sauce, two two burger patties, maybe two things of cheese. Okay, that's an Arch Deluxe. But here's what I am. Here's where they will find my lack of commitment amazing. I am amazingly committed to my own freedom. I will have my freedom or I will not have life. And that is the podcast.